Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. How are you? You looking very fit uh, as a fiddle there today. How are things in Los Angeles? Yeah, I got I to gotta keep myself in good shape because I'll be doing a smash and grab later on up at the Topanga Mall. <laughs> you know, why, why is not? That equal uh, parts, is that equal parts smash and grab, like 50-50 or more smash, be, more grab? Or? You got to be very fluid with your smashing and grabbing on the oh, left yeah. hand and the right hand. And no, yeah. I really just, uh, you probably all, maybe you saw some of that footage out of oh, Topanga yeah. Mall yesterday. Absolutely. My backyard. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Hey, hope you're uh, doing good, buddy. And good we hope everybody's you. doing good out there. We were recording this on uh, August 13th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, lots to get to. But before we jump into any story, my pal Frank here. Now, I know he, he brushes against celebrity a little more than I do. And I don't, I don't know how, like when you showed me this, this video that you sent me, I didn't, like, is that real? But you're up, you're up there having fun with the family up in Tahoe. Yes, sir. Tell me who you ran into. Yeah. Tell me what you overheard. Go. Yeah. yeah. So uh, thanks, Dave. So yeah, up in Tahoe, hanging out with the family, having a great time, undisclosed location in Lake Tahoe. And yeah, occasionally. So, uh, you know, I was at this particular fundraiser event where the governors of Nevada, Lombardo, and the governor of California, Newsom, uh, showed up, including four senators alongside them for this particular, uh, I won't name it specifically, but a particular fundraising event on the shores of Lake Tahoe, which was actually just absolutely beautiful. But here's the funny thing, Dave, right? So each mm -hmm. of the uh, 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 governors gets up to give their like little welcome remarks and whatnot. And uh, so actually, when I was riding my mountain bike down the driveway into this house, Newsom's two Escalades were like right in front of me, the black <laughs> SUVs. Okay. So the guys pop out, security, whatever. Then he pops out. He's very casual. Actually, he's very personable. I was, you know, standing next to him. Know, within a couple of feet for most of the event, a lot of the event. Then he gets up to give his talk. Now, Lombardo was actually pretty funny, kind of gave him a little bit of an entree with his remarks as the host governor right. and said, you know, because basically, the, just for folks who don't know, the dividing line down through Lake Tahoe goes almost through the middle. Half the lake's California, half the lake's Nevada side. And so Lombardo basically said, you know, best I can tell, he's like looking out on the lake there and he's like, best I can tell, the lake's looking bluer and bluer and bluer i can't really see. so obviously a political reference yeah. to democrats and party of blue and so forth yeah. but then i have to say newsom did top him and he is you know obviously we disagree with all of his policies dave as you know but he's a very good speaker he's very smooth he's very entertaining so he gets up there and follows that lead and it's so funny, Neil. He's like, I was shocked. I just wish I had my phone rolling at the time. But he basically said, hey, look, it's not lost on me, the great tax environment here in Nevada. I'm standing like at the foot of a $40 million resort. I mean, someone's home. Uh, you know, and he started making all kinds of like really free market capitalist type comments. But then he went into the whole climate change and forest and all the rest oh, of it. Oh, boy. But he did open with, at least he knows his audience, right? I mean, that audience was, you know, a lot of folks that we would identify with very well. So it was entertaining just to sort of, you know, see him wow. uh, speak in person. Was he as slimy in person as you can imagine? I mean, I would just imagine the slime coming off of him. He's a little slimy. You know, he's yeah. got the slick-backed hair with the 1030-weight yeah. oil in it and stuff. And just, you know, and his wife was there and everything. She took the money from the SVB people and for her little business. And, you know, they run that winery back in 
Central California. So, anyways, but it was it was I would say it was How a funny. very entertaining evening. He was entertaining. He was it was a bipartisan event. So he was uh, minding his p's and q's. And we're and we're still thinking a year from now he's going to be the DNC number one nominee. About I've, I've been saying it. I've been saying it for many 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 yeah. months, and people have been laughing at me, and I continue to stay by stand by that position. I will not disagree with you, buddy. Well, good, funny way to, to kick off our... Uh, I'm glad you survived also, by the way. Because <laughs> yes. if I would have had some Rotten Tomatoes with me, I don't know. Well, my wife was joking. She's like, do you want to go up and talk to... Because, I mean, I could have easily, right? I mean, he's right there. And he's like, yeah. do you want to go up and talk to him? And I'm like, no, I'll just lose it. I mean, as, it was, as it was, I was like almost like barely yeah. in like an anaphylactic reaction to yeah, situation. Yeah, just like shaking. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, hey, let's, we're going to have a lot to get to. Here's, here's my four little quickies just to kind of get the ball rolling. Because, I mean, so much is happening, everybody. Between now and November, of 2024 it's just it's it's jam-packed but hey just this last week uh the corrupt j6 committee oh what a shock um yeah they are already destroying evidence uh that so we you know we'll get to the bottom of that uh disney well disney company lost a half a billion dollars last quarter uh go woke go broke yep Uh, up yours disney uh people are waking up to your nonsense um hey uh, uh, Sleepy Joe is losing the pot-smoking Hollywood crowd because <laughs> Woody Harrelson, famous actor and longtime yeah. activist, has now backed RFK Jr. for president. You're kidding. I didn't see that, dude. Big time. So, hey, when you, wow. when you lose the dope smokers out of Hollywood, you're done. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, they're all on strike anyway, right? Apparently, they delayed the Emmy Awards till next oh, year yeah. or something and all I saw that. And nobody, and nobody really cares. Nobody, and nobody, nobody cares. cares. Nobody's watching and nobody cares. And yeah. the last thing is the... Uh, you know the Cinnabon out there in the mall. Though, love it Cinnabon. Delicious. Yeah, I love. So a bunch of the employees have gone on strike, not because they have to work in a mall all day long, but because they are not allowed to wear their pride flag pins anymore. No. The CEO said, "Yeah, you ain't wearing that anymore." So they're on they're on strike, and it's like you know what? Your job is to is to sell me those delicious buns yeah, and make me it. fat. Yeah, not that's to it. not to not to be wearing your little flag pin, buddy. Yeah. Uh, the pride flag. So they're all in that's an uproar. Great. It's like you know what? I'd be happy just to go over to the hot dog on a stick. Girls, let me give you like uh, let me just give you a, re- a very quick related donut story. There's like in the little community we're hanging out here in Tahoe. There's a great proprietor who sells ice cream and do- freshly made donuts every morning. Well, guess what? Some you know stupid little nosy nobody said basically got offended because the smell of the morning donuts really offends him. Uh, Dave, it's beautiful. You walk, it's like Cinnabon. You walk in, the smell is gorgeous. Whatever. This guy basically took it to the and basically now has forced him to stop selling freshly made oh, donuts no. in the morning. Yeah, because they because the smell, which is beautiful, offends this one particular yeah. store owner. Yeah, the first world hyper uh, triggered uh, losers like that are really just messing up for everybody. Totally Tyr- tyranny of the minority in that case. Um, hey. The election process officially has begun because everybody descended on the Iowa State Fair yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Iowa State this is, Fair. Yeah. Once you, you see politicians uh, milking cows, yeah. feeding the pigs. Shaking hands, holding shaking babies. Shaking the babies. Yeah. This is oh, a, the, yeah. the fa- it's the famous Iowa State Fair every August. Yep. This is the kickoff. It, it's the official kickoff. So, uh, yeah, everybody's there doing their thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, the giant, the, the great music comes in. And here's Donald Trump's. A giant airplane lands and everybody just runs for the plane. Oh, that's great. Because he's like the biggest rock star. So of Trump's course. there. He gives a speech. And then just it's like, you can't top this guy. You can't. No. For attention. Because right after he's done that, he goes back to Bedminster in in Jersey where they're having a giant uh, last round of the golf tournament today with all the stars. I know. So you go from Iowa State Ferry and then he hosts the big golf tournament today. 
Yeah, and he's one of those guys. I think he's the only one who probably has like the private jet. He can run around and go I from place so. to place and do that. But you're right, dude. I mean, he's he's got it's the Trumps on the plane, the flags on the tail. Right. He's the total rock star. DeSantis's numbers are have been cut in half Cratering, since when he started. Yeah. No, since he started running, they are less than half what they were when he started. Yeah. You know, they're supposed to go up, not down. So Trump's numbers every time he gets it. He, actually, he called out Jack Smith. We're going to get into this obviously in a second, but he called out all the indictment folks like state by state and feds. He's like, yeah, just keep indicting me. My poll numbers just keep going higher and higher. It's fine. No problem. Yeah. Uh, Vivek, in fact, they're saying overall is number two. He's number two right now. Yep. And just like, dude, Vivek, enough with the rapping, though. He gets up there. He starts doing this weird Eminem rap. No, not a good not a good look. OK. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I, I love the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Save the rapping for right home or yeah, something. He'll be like a good uh, secretary of energy or something like that. That would be good. Um, OK. Now we can get to some more meaty stuff. But uh, actually, sorry, we have one more really kind of a crummy story to get to is, of course, the the fires that are raging in Hawaii uh, yes. and Maui specifically. So. Yes. We're talking about over 100 people now have lost their lives. People were like jumping into the ocean to escape this mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah. It spread quickly. You've actually been there. What What are your initial thoughts? Yeah, no, obviously a huge tragedy. Very sad. I've been going to Lahaina, Maui uh, since I was 10 years old, Dave. I mean, uh, it's just, and it's really uh, sad. I was reflecting actually with my dad the other day, the Pioneer Inn, which is, was built in 1906, right in the heart of Lahaina. There's this giant upside down tree, which has been around for over a hundred years. All of it just vaporized. It looks like a, a nuclear bomb went off. Mm. I mean, the whole town has basically been leveled. There, there's way more than 100 dead. The cadaver dogs are in there now you know, looking for, you know, left uh, remains of people and so forth. And, you know, you think, oh, jumping into the ocean is actually, you know, that even that was terrifying because the winds were blowing at like 70 plus miles an hour. The place was hot, dry. This thing started late in the night or early in the morning that day. And uh, it just just took off. And I know there's more to the story that you want to get into on the you know, uh, emergency uh, system and 911 stuff. But uh, overall, obviously, just a huge, you know, tragedy. Yeah, you, you start, you know, it's only been a few days, but it's like they have this very in-depth, uh, uh, comprehensive emergency plan where they have sirens and it didn't work, didn't no. go off. Nobody yeah. nobody was warned about this until it was yeah. very, it was way too late. And there's some, there, we there's sent some, out a few... Yeah, there's their so-called Hawaii civil defense thing. It's, they, yeah. They're very proud of it. It's supposed to work better than anybody in the in the didn't nation, work. and it didn't work at all. Yeah. And this is this is the one time it should be freaking work. Yeah. Um, and obviously, create you know, can you imagine being in your cars in a traffic jam, you can't get out, and the fires right on. Oh my lord! Yeah. It's 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 an it's a nightmare. So we hope uh, they recover. We know they will. It'll just obviously just. I mean, sadly, there were stories places. Of, um, yeah, I mean, like my mom, like your, my mom's in a you know nursing home in, in her hometown. At, um, not nursing home, but like a independent living facility. And there was horror stories of like facilities like that where just people are old and in wheelchairs and yeah, can't get her, And they were just burned. I mean, I hate to say this. They were basically just burned alive. I mean, it's just horrible. Ugh, grisly. Um, and of course, two seconds later, oh, it's global warming. Okay. 100%. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like the exactly. same old story. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, let us move to the, um, the corrupt uh, attorney general. Yes. That was kind of the break. It's literally we keep talking about. It's like clockwork. Set your oh, watch yeah. to it. But this, in this case, they brought in – so Merrick Garland up there just on – yes, two days ago. Uh, yeah. Brings in um, – now, this is, this is where it gets fishy immediately. So this U.S. attorney, David Weiss, yeah. special counsel, brought in, ooh, to investigate Hunter Biden and his laptop yeah. and the corruption and the taxes. Okay, this is the same Weiss who uh, set up that terrible sweetheart deal initially. Right. 
you're supposed to, for a special counsel, you're supposed to hire non-governmental uh, people. Right. He's a U.S. attorney for the District of Delaware. That's not who yes. you select for this thing. That's you, right. It's the opposite of what you should be doing. So the, the, the fix is in right away. He's yeah. just going to sugarcoat this and pretend, you know, pretend like we actually care about what's happening with that. But yeah. obviously he's, he's as corrupt as the day is long. Um, we will get nothing out of this guy. Yeah, and I'll go. I'll take your actually right, Dave, and I'll take it even a step further. So um, he will remain a U.S. attorney for Maryland and also carry the title of special counsel. And this is basically for the last several weeks, Garland has been testifying in front of Congress saying that Weiss had all the powers that he needed and all the stuff that he required to bring any and all charges he thought under his under his purview as U.S. attorney, but apparently not, which no. is why he's now been named special counsel. But I want to tell folks very, very clearly why he's been named special counsel. So this, this originally goes back to a U.S. attorney in Pennsylvania who basically kicked the can down the road. He then left office. It got kicked to Weiss in Maryland, got kicked. It took him four years, basically. That laptop's been around since December of, uh, sorry, October of 2019. Um, and so it's been kicked and kicked and kicked down the road, the Hunter Biden laptop. And now Garland has appointed this special counsel. I'm telling all the conservatives out there and anybody stupid enough to still watch Fox News, this is going to result in absolutely nothing. No. All this is going to do is they're basically going to use the special counsel um, platform to look for ways out of this because the plea bargain fell apart and a very good federal judge, to her credit, a week or two ago said, hey, you don't get blanket immunity, Hunter, uh, if you agree to this. So under the special counsel statute now, Dave, what they're going to do is watch for this. They're going to they're going to uh, file for a change of venue and they're going to try to move this to either California well, because Hunter lived in Malibu at the time, so they'll get a very favorable judge in California uh, or New York. So they're, they're going to try all kinds of gimmicks under the special counsel platform to basically get the same deal that they couldn't get before. Uh, I will not be holding my breath about that one. Uh, no. We will not be getting anything uh, related to Nothing. Hunter out of, out of this, this, this uh, another corrupt uh, attorney. So anyway, let's move on. Hey, um, I want to give a big hat tip to Gateway Pundit. They have probably the best investigators out there. Uh, I encourage everyone to check out their site. Yeah. So we now have conclusive proof about the 2020 voter fraud yeah, uh, Michigan. problem yeah. in Michigan. So this, yeah. is a, this was a mini bombshell. I doubt NBC's covering this just for example. Uh, this was a uh, so what's what's funny is the uh, the corrupt Michigan attorney up there. Her name is Dana Nessel. She oh, actually yeah. had to get up in front of a camera on Thursday yes. and confirm that eight to ten thousand suspected fraudulent registrations That's were right. delivered to the Muskegon city clerk prior to the 2020 elections. In other words, they're just getting all these uh, empty ballots, filling them out with the same signature with fake addresses, fake phone numbers mm -hmm. and turning them in and they're counting them. She was forced to do this. Because yeah. they had this whole, this whole investigation, she did not did not look happy being up there. No. She was. This was all they were trying to bury this thing. There was a fake made up. This is classic dark money super PAC stuff. Totally, by the way. you're exactly right. This fake right. group called GBI Strategies. Yeah, yep. just a made up. Yep. whatever group. Yeah, uh, and and remember, in in little counties like this, all throughout, especially Michigan, ten thousand votes is huge. Yeah. And and you just multiply that to yeah. all the other counties. Yeah. So and then you find out, gee, where did this GBI strategies get their millions? Oh, they got it from Democratic groups and mm -hmm. campaigns, including uh, the Biden's uh, 2020 campaign. Yeah. So um, it's all up there. It's all in black and white now. Will this lead to criminal charges? We don't know. But at least it's out there. Gateway Pundit, fantastic job. 
Yeah, no, couldn't uh, couldn't have summarized it any better, Dave, than you did. I mean, um, you know, that left wing guy who ran GBI strategies, uh, huge far left guy, and they set up these L these shadow LLC five hundred one C threes in districts that are small, remote, suburban, and they're all in swing states. Every single one that you see has been in seven swing states, and they focus the, the dark money in there, and they use that to hire the mules who have come across thanks to the southern border invasion, and they basically fill up the trucks, and we've now got video. I mean, there's the video is... There's video of them loading the ballots. They're only There's only one name checked or filled out as Biden. Nobody else is checked on the ballot. They're loading the trucks. They're unloading the trucks. Uh, I mean, it's as clear as day for anybody who wants to open their eyes. And what's funny, during the investigation, what they also found in this little stash house, they found guns, burner oh, yeah. phones, yeah. prepaid cash cards, and incomplete registrations yeah. at a defunct eyeglass store where yeah. GBI Strategies has set up operations. Yeah. So, and <laughs> if you're basically I mean, setting up shop to sort of like, uh, you know, do some, uh, you know, background studying on the SATs, I don't think you find burner phones and AR-15s <laughs> and uh, handguns and all the rest of it. Yeah. Well, every time they, they like, hey, Donald Trump, you don't have any proof that the 2020 election was stolen. I've, yeah. Yes, we do. There's some. We have tons of There's proof. a whole ton. We have a ton. We have the Georgia video. We have this. We have, I mean, 2, there's tons. Mules. 2,000 mules. Everything that Franklin or the, that uh, Lindell has put out. Uh, it's, and, and, you know, hopefully he's coming out with some stuff in the next week or two, yeah. uh, which is going to hopefully uh, make sure that our um, election platform is we, we, uh, safe and secure and legal yeah, this time. We, we, got, we got 15 months to turn this thing around and to clean up this nonsense. Totally. Yeah. And, if we just go back to one person with a with a mail with a uh, hand, you know got a turn in your ballot handwritten, yeah, we'll be okay. Once you get factor in the machines and yeah. all these drop boxes, we're in yeah. trouble. Well, he, and here's what just one little PS on that day before you get to your next story. You know the whole thing about signature verification as part of what you just talked about. That the Dems even figured out a way to kind of bastardize that. If you look at Maricopa County in Arizona with Governor Lake and and Abe Hamaday running for AG, they basically hired. Uh, mule-like people to quote-unquote review the signature verification. They weren't even spending on average one second per signature. Yeah. They really weren't even checking. So they're just like flipping from one page to the other. So even that's got its issues. So if you have signature verification, you have to make sure that the the process is done correctly. They don't. Yeah, they were just. They were. Yeah, you're exactly right. They were just flipping over the page. Oh yeah, that's yeah. There was no verification. Over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Hey, uh, Joe Biden finally admitted he lied about something. Not yeah. the taxes, not getting money from the CCP, but hey, you know that Inflation Reduction Act? Oh, yeah, bad wait, name. Wait, wait, hold, hold on. Wait, you mean it didn't reduce inflation at all? And he, and he actually said, I should not have called it that. Yeah. <laughs> he should have called it, I'm going to, this is called the, the Biden, uh, I'm going to stick it up the, the citizens of the U.S.'s backside, and you're going <laughs> to learn to love it because you're, you're tough. Exactly. And that, that's what they should have called this. So what a joke that, that turned out to be, right? 100%. Hey, uh, next one. Can we please, please, everyone, can we stop spending money on Ukraine already? This oh, is, I, I'm, I'm livid. We're dropping another uh, $40 billion more. Um, yeah. There's only one reason, one country that is responsible for this war at this point in time, that's the United States. Yeah. Um, the EU, they're not, they're not, you know, a few pennies here and there. We are funding a horrific battle war zone situation yeah. where innocents are being killed. Yeah. Um, I don't care if Ukraine has, has to give up a region to, yeah. to placate uh, Putin. Tough. You do it. Yeah. Uh, this is, it's, a, totally. it's, a, it's a East European border skirmish that's been around for hundreds of years. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sick of the money and the corruption. Um, Biden is the only one responsible for this war at this point in time. 100%, dude. No, well said. Look, this is the, again, this is a geopolitical local skirmish, eastern third of the Ukraine, all Russian speaking, of totally non strategic interest to us. If it goes further, obviously, towards Poland, that's a different story. We could have been out basically $100 billion ago. By the way, there's no, there's no war authorization for this. Congress is the purse, and there's been no fiscal authorization for this. This has all come from presidential directives because of the Patriot Act going back to 9-11, which does need to get reformed in some ways because of this. And basically, Trump would just go if he's, you know, if he when he gets in, it's like, hey, look, you guys, Putin, this is you take this territory. We'll take the rest. War's over. Done. Finished. And, and, and stop the, the spigot of money. Yeah, uh, that's that's the key thing. That's the only thing keeping them going. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, we we talk about the, the green energy scam over and over. And here's two real world examples. Biden administration announces one point two billion dollars for carbon capture projects. Carbon capture. That is another f- sick fantasy of the U.S. Department of Energy to somehow create some. kind. Ca- how do you capture carbon in the air? What a waste of time and money and everything else. Yeah. The electric uh, vehicle, a truck company just went belly up. It starts with a P. I forget the name of it, but that uh, um, that they put you know millions into because that's the only way they stay afloat. Right. And now we've got airline passengers are having to pay for the quote unquote five trillion dollar carbon cleanup. This is all non scientific. They're just making the stuff up just to. So now you're everyone's going to start having to pay another thirty dollars per airplane flight. Yeah. Because of this quote unquote the, a carbon cleanup. Help yeah. me out, Frank. Help yeah, well, out. it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just more of this absolute garbage, nonsense, climate change stuff, Dave. But I got to tell you a couple of interesting stories I noticed over here on the Gateway Pundit. Um, New York City being the toilet that it is. I left there 10 years ago. Here's a headline. Corpse of man left unnoticed on street for 48 hours. Guy was just dead, lying there yeah. in the street, just left him, you know, kind of a blanket over part of his body. But they just, just leave him there, you know, because that's just the way New York mm-hmm. City rolls these days. And Dave, down on the southern border, our buddy Joe, sleepy Joe Biden, you know, actually, you got to give it to him. you got to give him props. He wants to build housing for, um, you know, for people, which is great. The only problem is, Dave, he wants to build housing for all the illegals on the border. <laughs> That's uh, that's so he's into housing just just for illegals and right along the border. So yeah, not uh, the veterans, not for U.S. citizens that are struggling. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work my you know what off to help pay for uh, housing for illegals. Yeah, hundred percent. And by the yeah. way, the story you talked about earlier in the show, Dave, then I'll throw it back to you. But I th- 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 this was a big deal in Los Angeles. I didn't realize how big a smash and grab this was. Just so mm-hmm. folks understand, they stole over a hundred thousand dollars worth of merchandise for this L.A.-based Nordstrom. Dozens of people uh, of, 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 of perpetrators with the smash and grab. And guess what they used as weapons? Bear spray. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty, uh, pretty wild. It actually works better than guns in some cases because bear spray is This is a well-coordinated you, – you, you're saying you can't get one of these losers and tackle him to the ground, beat the you-know-what out of him, and have him give up the names of everybody involved? Of course they could. Of course just they could. Just but they're not allowed person. to. You know these security guards, if they try to do anything – it's just like these guys – said we covered mm-hmm. this 7-Eleven last week. If they try to intervene – they're the ones who are arrested. Yeah, not the not the perpetrators. The ones who try to prevent the crime. It's it's horrible. And believe me, this is this is an up this is an upscale mall, you guys. This is not oh, yeah. a, you know, this is not the uh, the corner gas station. This yeah, Nordstrom's in Topanga. Yeah. That's a pretty up. You know, it's that's not, where uh, Justin Bieber uh, hangs out. Exactly. It's not Watts or uh, Blood Crips territory or anything. So hey, Compton. Hey, they say we're supposed to trust the science. Uh uh-uh. uh Because of the politicalization of everything. So just in the last twenty years. They have this, uh, it's a study. So, you know, like every time you, know, you release a scientific paper, every once in a while, you got, it changes. Science always changes. And usually it's for the good, but it's become so corrupt. 
they're saying that the number of scientific papers that have re been retracted has has risen over the last 40 years by 13,000 percent wow. over the last 22 years. Wow! So that means you have thousands of papers yeah. that are coming that that are you know just hey, take a look at anything related to the to the, to the COVID-19. COVID, sure. Yeah. So once they actually get real data. Um, yeah, we have to retract that and change it. So it has exploded. It usually would just be once in a while you'd have to change something. Now we have over 13,000 percentage point change over the last 22 years. Yeah. So yeah. anytime some, some uh, nud nook, hey, the science is settled about global warming. F you, it's not. Yeah. No, totally. And I think, Dave, you nailed it. And look, uh, you know, Fauci is going to be held accountable, not just in front of Congress, but criminally, I believe, and will ultimately serve time in prison. All those lies, those papers that came out in so-called reputable journals like The Lancet and so forth, all fake. All, all have been shown to be complete garbage and complete fake. He lied to the American people. He lied to the world. Trust the science. I am science. Trust me. If you don't trust me, you're not trusting science. Right. It's now been proven that he lied through his teeth, and he's going to be held accountable. I hope you're right. Hey, my last one. Um, yeah. You know how in the uh, in the early uh, '60s, all these uh, left wing folk singers, Joan Baez, Peter Paul and Mary, we're going to take down the man with our guitar, and we're going to talk about how it's time for a new a new uh, revolution or whatever <laughs> right. else you want to call it. Right, right. Well, things have have come full circle, obviously. So now the true truth tellers, folk singers, are now coming from the right uh, because we are the ones that are being oppressed, obviously. So. Right. Guess what is the number one iTunes song in America right now? Oh, it's that dude, right. Yeah, Oliver yeah. Anthony, uh, yeah. kind of a burly, red-bearded dude. Uh, yes. um, his song is called Rich Men North of Richmond. Little oh. plan words there. Okay. Um, it's a haunting, bittersweet lamentation for an America that existed not too long ago, but may never exist again. It, it's one of those songs that gives you tingle, shingle, shingle, shingles? <laughs> Hopefully not shingles, Dave. That'd be really bad. If, if that song gave you shingles, that'd be <laughs> that'd really be bad. bad. Yeah. That's very powerful. Uh, how about Tingle's Head? Um, anyway, it's a, it's a beautifully performed song, and they're already saying um, some of the top country people, hey, we got to get this guy a big-time record contract. Um, just if nothing else, read the words, you know, yeah. if you want to just, if you don't like the song. But um, it's really uh, good for him. Like I said, it's already went from zero to 60 in a, in a minute. He's already number one on iTunes downloads. Yeah. Um, once again, it's Oliver Anthony, Rich Men, North of Richmond. Check it out. Awesome. Thanks. That's great, Dave. Hey, by the way, before I uh, close out, uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary, uh, remember that? Remember this? Remember the Meet the Parents? Remember the Meet the Parents movie? With the, yeah. they, you got, you got, they're driving in the car, the dad together with, uh, uh, what's the young actor's name? Uh, Stiller. Ben Stiller, ben, right? Yeah. Little yeah. Peter, Paul, and Mary. He's like, oh, do you like, do you like a little Peter, Paul, and Mary? A little Puff the Magic Dragon? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, I love, I love Puff the Magic Dragon. Isn't it too bad what happened? Like his little, his little boy, his little pet Puff and, <laughs> <laughs> the guy didn't really know what Puff the Magic Dragon was really. Oh, like a weed, a weed thing. Yeah. It's like a weed reference. Like Benny's Puff on the Magic Dragon. All right, <laughs> whatever. That's funny. I anyway. do remember that. Dave, great to see you this week, folks. Thanks for uh, listening to our show this week. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to check us out on all the podcast platforms. We're out there everywhere, wherever you like to get your podcasts, and also on social media at Rant and Rave seventeen seventy six. Dave, we will see you down the road on the right side.